Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Backwoods Brothers. I'm here with my man, Tony, and I'm Joel. And uh, the other way, you may have seen recently, I put online a beard contest. You did? Yeah, it was Do like a, tell. it was so a, it, it, it was a midnight afterthought. <laughs> it was a midnight afterthought. <laughs> yeah, and so I've been I've been trying to get uh, get engaged more with the audience, and so I'm like, hey, what better than a beard contest? And so um, the beard that night was a little bit uh, scraggly. And so I went and got the, got the haircut today and had him touch up the beard a little bit. Now it's a little more shaped. This is what he want, really wanted. He really wanted a little bit of recognition for his beard. That's the, all a beard, you looking man. for. You were looking for some recognition for your beard. Well, honestly, I got I to see all the, the different beards out there so I can get a better idea where to take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and that's, that, that's where my wife is, is like not trying to braid the damn thing. She talked to you about braiding it, didn't she? she yeah, I woke up it. last night in the middle of the night. She was like trying to braid the thing. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> we don't want to hear what you do in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but uh, no. Hey, guys. This is a clean family show. We shouldn't be doing that. We are a clean family-esque show. Family -esque. We're glad to have you on. Hey, Joe, bro. Joe, yo, yo, bro. Guess yo, what? what? You are not. Yeah, I shouldn't even say it. You told me not to. Anyways, hey, <laughs> we are actually on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We would like for you to like, share, and subscribe. And I want to challenge you to at least get five other people. If you love us and you want to see this channel grow, get five other people that you can talk to that will like, share, and subscribe. We have some good stuff coming up. So what Tony is actually referring to, what he started to say, but he, I almost did he, it. he was going to ask me before the show, like uh, literally 10 seconds for the show. What, what can I mention about what's coming up when I cannot mention about what's yes. coming up? Go ahead, boss. So, <laughs> go ahead, boss. Uh, I'll mention a few things and we'll go from there. Yes. Um, we are currently in the process of working on, it's not ready fully yet, but uh, an actual podcast version. Where This is like a more like a video cast. I kind of feel like we're leaning on this one, doesn't it? I feel like we're kind of leaning. Lean on me. Oh, I'm leaning on the screen, sorry. Um, Lean yeah. on this way. Okay. I'm not leaning that close to you, man. You got bad breath. Dang it. Uh, but anyways, uh, so we're getting the actual like podcast. Like, you can listen to it on like mm -hmm. Spotify. Spotify. You can listen to the show on um, Apple. Apple? Um, Did they finally get back to you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't actually check that yet. Yeah. Yeah, Apple's broken from the from the ground up anyway. So, well, you know, that's his you... opinion. See, and this show's about opinions. And mine is always right. Go ahead. I just want to move more than... <laughs> I'm, I'm in the screen now. <laughs> he loves no. the screen. Anyways, tell us, tell us um, more. so but yeah, so we're working on that. Um, we also it's like uh, through RSS. Technically, we only have a couple episodes up, but we're get to, we have to load and convert and on load Spotify. all the back ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is um, awesome. There's like 35 live episodes for us, and we're gonna do also Brandy shows gonna go on there as well. Uh -huh. And then then we'll have all the future shows going forward. And that way, if you don't get a chance to actually watch us, but you like to listen. You can see us on Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, um, we had a, a guy on our bus, because I ride the bus all the time because I don't drive. Uh, I was coming back from Gresham, and a guy on our bus stopped me and said, hey, the bus driver did stop me and said, aren't you a part of that show called Backwoods Brothers? I'm like, how did you hear about us in Gresham? Well, that's pretty cool. Stalker. But he said one thing. Yeah, he <laughs> said one thing, no. and this is what he said. We love you, man. Thanks for watching. Love you. Thank you. But this is what he said, bro. He yeah. said, I can't hear joel so you guys this is what we're so, gonna do we're gonna i I'm can't hear joel campaign tonight. 
I'm... We're going to start a can't hear Joe p- campaign. So whenever you can't hear him on Facebook, whenever you can't hear him on YouTube, y'all need to speak out. because It's actually wanna... hashtag Joel speak the hell up. Hashtag Joel speak the hell up. And that is right. So we want to make sure he does that because we want to be on Spotify. We want to hear him. Hey, I'm I'm we like I, I I'm like we uncomfortably close to, to this mic them. tonight. I'm I'm having like a uh, I'm having a um what do you call one of those things like an affair, an affair with my mic tonight. That's how close I am to it. Affair with your mic tonight. Wow. I think, uh, <laughs> should we start the show? Oh, we are starting the show. Before you become one with the mic. <laughs> yeah, but with a few other things to announce as well. Okay. We have a show. We actually already filmed the first couple episodes, uh, but it's currently in production. So hopefully that'll be coming out in the beginning of next month. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll tell them the name, but I'm not going to tell them much more. It's called the Backwoods Social Project or the BS Project. The BS Project. Let your mind wander on that one. All I have to say is it was fun doing the first one. It was so much fun. Two, first tell- two. We already filmed two. two. We two did episodes. the first two shows already, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be filming more soon. It was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and so the um, we also have that coming up. We're reaching one year of completely... Uh, yeah. Backwards Brothers. We're reaching uh, one yeah. year of Backwards Brothers. On uh, the 20th of next month, the I think, 20th. is our one year anniversary. Which is a Sunday. From our first show. From our first show. Yeah, so one we, year, we, we might do something special on that day. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Tony might do a dance online or something. I don't know. Yeah, no one wants to see that. <laughs> I'm going to do a dance online. It's going to be on Spotify. You know, Too bad you can't see it. You can hear it, though. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. You could do the whole. We did it on New oh, Year's yeah. Eve. <laughs> we did do that on yeah. New Year's Eve, our New Year's Eve show. Check it out. Um, so, yeah, uh, and hopefully every show we've been improving and getting better on. Our yes. audience is growing. We love you all. You guys are awesome. Please Woo! please keep watching and keep sharing and liking and subscribing. Um, but also we're coming up with a – we've been talking about it a little bit over time, but it's called we're doing a Patreon thing that's coming up. And the Patreon thing will allow people that uh, want to see things like – I don't know, behind the scenes, some extra videos and things that never made it out to public, um, <laughs> other, you know, original drawings and all sorts of other stuff, longer episodes, things like that. Brandy's um, art project it's gonna that be... she never got done on her show. <laughs> it, well, those things are all going to be in the Patreon stuff. Yeah. So that way, uh, you know, it, Patreon, it gives you a chance to pick tiers and the, more, the higher the tier you get. And yes. So it's just a chance for us to help raise some money, but also gives you guys a chance to see stuff extra as well. Yeah, so. and we're growing in shows, but I can't talk about all of them except for Brandy <clears throat> tomorrow night. Yep, we have a show coming Seven tomorrow block. night. The S, the uh, VS Project is another show. Is another show. That's we starting have, up. We have another show we're working on. I've mentioned it a few we're times. We're talking these two guys into uh, it. Yes. Yeah, when, basically, we're, we're in negotiations. They call it negotiations. Negotiations. Oh, yes. We're big time now. Um, yes, we, we're in negotiations <laughs> to get a, a third show with a two hosts that are not us, but I guarantee but, you'll love them. Making us work really hard for them. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. We're almost begging. Joel's almost begging him. Uh, I had to get, get knee pads. <laughs> Been on my knees. Please, please. please. <laughs> and one's a natural. Uh, I mean, I, both of them are natural. Whoa, whoa, but the they're one both natural. Really natural. I, I love, I love the contrast in the personalities of how yes. they are. I think they'll fit well this together. It's exciting, but we're gonna keep so. you in limbo. Yes, yes. So, um, so that's what's coming up. But tonight, oh we're, 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 we're not talking about what we're doing coming up. We're talking about what's actually on the table. Assault on fatherhood. Assault on fatherhood. Yeah. And we're talking about like the flavorful salt. We're talking about like assault, literally a, assault. A, an assault, like third degree, third degree, assault. fourth degree, twenty fifth degree. Yes, twenty fifth degree. <laughs> and it's this assault has been going on for a long time. It's progressed. Yep. Uh, no pun intended. Progressed, um, and it even progresses even today. 
mm -hmm. um, through things like BLM. Uh, and that's not BLM land, that's Black Lives Matter, uh, and through other movements. But really, I want to draw attention tonight on my part to BLM. I don't think I've ever said anything emphatically um, uh, clear about BLM until I saw that uh, men were left out of their mission statement. I actually have that there. They recently changed it, but still men are not in it. Uh, and it's actually thrown up on the screen. So I can, I'm actually going to read it to you in a second. But you take a look at that while I'm talking about that. Because long story short, bro, I grew up without a father. I was one of those fatherless uh, uh, kids growing up in foster care in Washington, D.C. Never had a father. Yeah. Um, but now, since I've become a father, I realize how important it is of that my role is in my daughter's life. As I, a matter of fact. Well, I mean, I couldn't agree more as a father. I mean, my, my daughter is, is constantly... Um, you know, coming Thank in and wanting to be around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, I forgot to throw our pictures on up there, too, that you gave us. That's okay. But you, what were you saying? Uh, you know, I'll put them on for after the show. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, she's constantly coming in and talking about different things. But I, I've noticed over the years um, that dad has a role, mom has a role. Yep. Mom is the comforter. She's the lover. Um, and The know, nurturer. The nurturer. And, you know, there's going to be more talk about that from Brandy's perspective tomorrow on her show. Yep. But... Um, the, but the father, they're there for, um, for structure, order, protection, guidance, foundation in that area. That's kind of the things that they're meant to bring. They're supposed to be the spiritual head of the household. Those are the type of things that the father's meant to bring. And, uh, you were talking about BLM, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and the approach that they would take because they're meant to be the Black Lives Matter, but you think they've taken the history, uh, of, of the successfulness of, bla uh, of, of Black families. Um, so you found some statistics earlier. I did. I yeah, yeah. Really good for you to share um, before I share the mission statement. Exactly. So um, uh, it, I'm going to actually read what this says, so I get it specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. It says it is important to realize that things weren't o always so, as far as like there was um, with problems in, in black families. With the statistics, I'll read to you in a minute. The black American family provides a stark example. Um, in 1890 to 1850, black women had a higher marriage rate than a white woman. In 1950, uh, just 9% of black children lived without their father. By 1960, the black marriage rate had declined but remained close to the white marriage rate. In other words, despite open racism and widespread poverty, strong black families used to be the norm. Mm -hmm. but, but by the mid-1980s, black fatherless, sky, uh, fatherless, fatherlessness, fatherlessness skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Today, only 44% of black children have a father in their home. In unison, the rate of black uh, out of wedlock births went from 24.5% in 1964 to 70.7% by 1994, mm -hmm. roughly where it stands today. And so one of the, the one of the contributors, this is from a site, um, the site just- Oh, you asked me what was one of the contributors. Yeah, what was one of the- I'll, yeah. give, I'll give the, go ahead. Yeah, that was a good picture of us, thank you. But um, yeah, one of the <laughs> what was that? Yeah, there was a big picture that came up on the screen of us. It was great. I loved it. So look, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't I don't think it was producer. us. Could it was so appropriate. Pop, pop it back up again. Pop it back up just for a second as we get into that. Pop it back up. Because I don't think that was us. Oh, it was our thumbnail. It was our thumbnail. Oh, okay. So, so no, you asked us what was the leading one of the leading contributors to it, and I thought this. You know, black families were really the pillar. Uh, back during the times of slavery and the 
um, because dads and moms came from this religious background mm -hmm. um, where uh, not only was there an emphasis on the family, there was an emphasis on raising kids the right way. Um, and so because the black community, we come from such a lineage of religious belief, uh, we believe those things that now we have gotten away from, which was the strength of the family, was uh, a, a monogamous relationship, was a relationship where it was father, mother. Um, and by hook or crook, you stayed together. It's, it, you know, as a matter of fact, there was on, in Living Color, it was a long time, I don't know if you remember that show. Oh, yeah. Living Color. I used and to watch it as this, a kid. Huh? I used to watch it as a kid. Yeah. There was this one skit that this black female and the black male goes, they fought all the time, but every time the camera panned to them, they were like, we're still together, and we're still together. Because there was such a strong emphasis on no matter what happens, you stay together. Yep. But when you told me this, the reason, I'm not going to share it, you're going to share it, but when you mm -hmm. told me the reason why, it wasn't a surprise to me. Yeah, um, well, it's sad, though, but the, it the, the site that I got this from, just to kind of give an idea, is it's called ifstudies.org, mm -hmm. and um, I can drop the link later on, onto the uh, onto the website. Yep. Um, but the reason that that they they found, and it, they said it was just a contributor, um, they they believe I say, uh, that's a monogamous. I'm sorry. Monog monog monomina. Is that one monogamous? Is one person? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I was like, Anyways, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, pol polygamy is polygamy is the other. poly from old yes. Mono is one. Yeah. So I was right. I see, just, I, I know things. Guess. You do know things. <laughs> You're a big kid now. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, uh, one contributor to family breakdown, which soon spread to the poor and working class white family, may have been a welfare expansion. Cash welfare in meager form existed in, since uh, 1935, um, and some welfare expansion took place during the Kennedy administration, but under Johnson's Great Society... Uh, which began in 1964, benefits became substantially more generous and came under greater control to the federal government. So, so welfare. Welfare. Which has messed up the country anyway. Oh, yeah, that's, what the, that's a lot of things messed up the country. When you, but, but, you know, you mentioned welfare real fast? Yeah. Welfare is actually kind of... So I'm going to tell you a story real fast. Me and my wife, mm -hmm. um, uh, we were down on our luck as pastors, and I was considering getting some help from the welfare system. Guess what they told me? What's that? In order to get what is actually a substantial amount for myself, I would have to divorce my wife. How messed up is that? I would have to divorce my wife. That's the attack on the family. Well, I had to divorce yeah. my wife. Well, let's, let's, let's take a quick look at a statistic I have here. Okay. Um, in fact, Brand, uh, if our producer could actually pop it up, it's the one with the three bars on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's the, uh, the, the last of the four there. Yep, that one. It says uh, uh, adults basically 18 to 55 who are currently married. Um, the poor are 26% are married, mm -hmm. working class is 39, and 56 is middle, upper class percentage of people that are married. So it's basically showing that families that are together tend to do better financially as well. And that's because uh, families that are split apart, are, I think, are more driven towards the welfare based yes. upon... And fatherless homes. Yep. And, and fatherless And also homes. not two-person two incomes. And Yes. Yeah. So two, two, two incomes for... Ho two household incomes. Yeah, welfare. That's my problem, people, with welfare and what we call reparations. Mm -hmm. You know, can we pay, can someone literally pay for all the injustices done to a specific race? And should they? Yeah. So I'm not going to go too far in that. That's a whole nother show. But I want to talk about BLM a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please go into so that. I'm going to go back to So the, it was actually put up here earlier, but it was changed. But I went to the website of BLM. Yeah. And they've changed it. But this is what it was before. 
BLM's mission statement was to say, we affirm the lives of black, queer, trans folks, disabled folks, undocumented folks, folks with records, and women. So I want to actually stop there for a second. Folks with records? I just want to underscore that. And women. And all black lives along with gender spectrums. Uh, our network centers uh, on those who have been marginalized within black libertarian movements. Um, and this, it, it, and I, I actually put under here, the greatest pandemic mm -hmm. is black fathers, not in the home, by the way. But now it says this. This is now the way it reads. It says, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure required by supporting each other as extended families and villages. Going back to it takes a village to raise a child, but not a family. Uh, that collectively care for one another, especially our children, uh, to the degree that mothers, parents, now parents must include dads, I don't know. Mothers, parents, or I don't know what that means. But, and children are comfortable. So that's the way it reads now. Mm -hmm. Mothers and parents. So I think you're the and. I don't know. Well, you're not the end because it's actually supporting black, you know, black lives. <laughs> but you're not the end. But I guess my, I guess I must be. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Your life does matter, but not according to black lives. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't say that. But that, I can say that in, in some ways. But um, and parents is my problem. My problem is the whole thing, too. But the and I, and I do not uh, adhere to ideology from the Black Lives Matter movement at all. I, at all. Um, I don't, ever since George Floyd, I don't really see uh, how it's helped black lives. I don't see, if, if you want to help black lives, then get fathers back in the home. I, I couldn't agree more. If you want to help more. black lives, then get, them to, get us to work. If you want to help black lives, then uh, teach a man how to fish instead of fishing for the man. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, I want to read you another statistic here. Uh, Independent.org. Uh -huh. had this to say about about uh, fatherless homes. Okay. And this kind of crosses the barrier for all, uh, all uh, basically black or white or Asian or anyone like that. It crosses the, the spectrum of that. Mm -hmm. um, virtually every major uh, social pathology... Uh, patholo <laughs> I'm going to read this again. Uh -huh. Virtually every, ma every major social patho pathology mm -hmm. has been linked to fatherless children. Violent crime, drug and alcohol abuse, truancy unwed pregnancies, suicide, and yep. psychological disorders, yep. all correlating more strongly with fatherless than with any other single factor. Tragically, however, government policies intend to deal with the fatherless crisis uh, have been uh, ineffective at best because the root cause is not children abandonment by fathers, but policies that give mothers an incentive to, in to initiate marital separation and divorce. Hmm. Which goes back to you're talking about the welfare piece yep. and that's effect is had on uh, on uh, on black lives. Yeah. But the fact is that all the problems and some of the things you were talking about you mentioned with like the uh, with the record and things. Yeah. It comes back to the fatherless homes because according to what the statistics said inside of this website, a lot of those key things like violent crime, drug and alcohol abuse, etc., comes from uh, stems primarily from a fatherless home. So to piggyback off to that. Yeah. Um, an NFL athlete, Marcellus Wiley. Do you know him? 
It sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't know. Well, this is how he actually explains BLM's um, explanation of the family structure. Uh, he said, uh, Mar- or Marcellus said this brilliantly. Uh, he explained that children from broken homes are five times more likely to commit suicide. Which we don't use that word "commit" anymore, guys. We use that word uh, "die by uh, death by suicide." Uh, six times more likely to be in poverty, nine times more likely to drop out of high school, 10 times more likely to abuse chemical substance, mm-hmm. 14 times more likely to com- uh, to commit rape, uh, 20 times more likely to end up in prison, 32 more t- like times likely to run away from home. Far from taking the responsibility for the children, BLM's... Uh, a, a proverbial village usually swallows up the whole. Family transmits culture. Family tra- cultivates empathy. First and foremost, the nuclear family is a civilization's primary means of culture transmission. Parents pass on their values and faith and traditions to their children who then do the same for the next generation. A person's politics, religious beliefs, and life goals are largely uh, determined by the parents who set the expectation. And I'm going to say this. And I might step on some people's toes, toes, but this is what he says. Whenever a school might uh, teach or ch- the church might preach, parents usually have the final say for a child growing up, even after becoming teenagers. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. The importance of the family. The family, definitely. The two-part family. Uh, exactly. You you got to have the balance in there. God cre- God created the family and, and, and marriage and that structure yeah. for a reason. Now, some may say, okay, Tony, what do you say about those who uh, have gone through divorces and um, by outside of their own control find themselves a widow or find themselves in all sorts of circumstances? You know, we're not going to put everybody. What we're advocating for is a two-parent home. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, so that's that's where I'm I'm coming from. Is a two-parent home is vital uh, to society and to our kids. Um, but there are some external circumstances that don't allow well, for that always to happen. Like in my own case, I grew up without a father. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, and it's it's not everything. Uh, not everything is is obviously going to fit in a perfect box. Not something society tries to do for us. Right. But that's all, also why God has a personal relationship with us. Second Corinthians six eighteen says, "And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me," says the Lord. So, but to kind of build off of what uh, you've been bro, saying, yeah. Uh, you know what? It's really funny you said that because I actually have some scripture to support that. Uh, too. Oh yeah, I I got one too. I also want to throw this at you. Okay, go uh, ahead. Proverbs twenty two six says, start your children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Damn, did you just steal? You stole my notes today, did you? I did not. These are my notes, you man. Stole my, he stole my notes today. <laughs> because Ephesians 4, 6, 4 says this, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline 
and in the instruction of the Lord. And so we, we did our own research like we usually do. We make our own notes. Yeah. But I think we might have run and got some of the, this is the same research. Because let me guess, the next one on your notes says Proverbs 1.8. <laughs> no, actually, two, oh. two, uh, 22, six. But you read yeah. Proverbs 1.8. Okay, well, I don't want to go through all these. I want to save some of these for okay, a little bit later. Save them, save them. Yeah, so. Um, we just want to throw some scripture at John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think we're doing some of the research in the same areas. This is pretty awesome, man. Yeah, go yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, the. In in my home, I think it's important. I'm and 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 my wife and I, um, we understand and believe it's important to, to teach, our daughter early as possible things like, uh, try to have manners and try to respect yeah. others. Um, it doesn't. It's not perfect, and we don't always have the right answer to it. But for example, we know we my daughter understands. Hey, when it's serious, you say uh, yes sir, yes ma'am. When you know to acknowledge that you're actually listening and that it, you understand it's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we thank you and please or something that we we press heavily in the household. Um, trying to get my daughter to flush a toilet is something I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that's the hardest thing is to get kids to flush a toilet. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, and and you know, I I like to have and I'm a background in the military. I like structure and order. Yeah. And I I like my daughter to. To um, you know, to have that instruction order that if she's instructed to do something from mom and dad, she needs to follow the instructions and move on from there. Or there's there's rewards and consequences, and every action has a, a reward or a consequence to it. Um, and mom is taking the other side where she's got the uh, she's got the more uh, softer approach, the more uh, loving approach to it. And you know, dad, it's a difference in that balance. But because of that balance. Um, you said something more loving approach. Don't you view both your way and her way just as loving? Yes. I may have not be using the right word for more loving, but what I meant is a softer approach. A softer approach. Um, yeah. And so um, while sometimes when there's no communication between mom and dad, that can be taken advantage one way or the other. Parents splitting. At the same time, though, yeah. but when mom and dad have, are talking and they're they're on the same board, that that actually brings a good structure to understand. Hey, here's the structure piece, but there's also a, you know there's another side to it as well. I love the balance of our wives because they see things that we may not see. We see things they may not see, uh, and, and that's they the tend beauty to of slap it. us inside the head when we're doing something stupid, right? Well, in your home, you're always wrong, but in my home, <laughs> I'm always wrong too. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I, I know who the real boss is. She lets me think I'm in charge, and she says it out loud. Yeah, but I know she's a lot smarter than me. Yeah, and she just she. Her thoughts, she makes me think they're my thoughts. See, but we have this thing about balance. Everybody is looking for balance, yin and yang, remember? Yep. So, but why is it so topsy-turvy when it comes to the home? Well, the, the, the foundation, first of all, is founding in Christ. Mm-hmm. you, you got to have a foundation in Christ for the home. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you got to have a family structure built upon that foundation. And then, and then you can start to build other things on top of that, like your kids and how you teach them that foundation. Let them have their foundation to rest on. But when you're missing a piece of that foundation, especially for me, missing the, the core foundation of Christ, the, 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 the homes and the families tend to crumble. Yeah, I know Brandy's going to talk about this tomorrow, but yep. in my area of work, in my line of work, and I'm sure in many of our lines of work, I see so many kids right now suffering from things that uh, they, and they're inundated for, from, for my, my, my daughter is literally trying to decide who she is in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm glad that she has the model of both my wife and myself to show her both parts of herself. Um, because they're literally kids about 
her age and younger mm-hmm. are making decisions about their own identity, uh, making their decisions about their own choices. Yeah. And I don't want to get into Brandy's thing too much tomorrow, so I don't know what she's going to talk yeah. about. Well, but yeah. I hope she hits on this because our kids are literally inundated with information mm-hmm. that can send them in sensory overload as to find out who they are. Well, uh, exactly, exactly. And that's, that's the thing is, is that the... The, the world's trying to step in to take over our re- responsibilities as, as fathers um, and as parents. Well, they're making us mothers. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is, they're, 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 even then, they're trying to step over and they're trying to in, incorporate themselves into something that was always meant to be in the parents. Now, I get, I get there's, there's certain times when there's an actual problem in the household where there's abusiveness and things like that. Absolutely. That, the, that there should be, society should be stepping into that point to protect. Well, adopt it. You know, someone yeah. stepped in for me. Exactly. So I'm not saying that that's that should never happen. What I'm saying is, they they should not be stepping into where there's a, a solid family out where the balance is already there, where exactly. the families are and shouldn't be intervening in that. They should be they should be supporting that. Yes. And the fact is that they so quickly want to intervene because it doesn't fit their mold and their box. Exactly. Um, so, uh, couple quotes yes. from our from our guests and stuff. Because um, we are coming up here on the break here. Actually, right, nope. Well. Actually, we got a little. We got a little while. I forgot. We're, we're an hour and a half. Show. We're an hour and a half show we're now. An hour and a half we show. got a little while till the break. Still, he's ready to go to break. He finished all his. Well, research. I'm used- he finished all his research, y'all. He's like, okay, oh no, I got a whole lot. I got a whole lot more. Yeah, I got a whole lot more. You see that? <laughs> yeah, okay. You can. Um, but um, so uh, let's see. Um, this one says, "This is a husband and wife, not sister wives and brother husbands." Brother, Ooh. brother husbands. Uh, Oh, I have my brother here, and I'm a husband. Sister that... wives and brother. Okay. I... What? <laughs> I never heard of brother husbands. That's the first time I heard that. Sister wives. Oh, I, yeah. I, I knew they're talking about politically versus. I was going to say, bring me the punchline. But that, that was that... Look at me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, exactly. So, exactly. Uh, so from the movies, The Natural with Robert Redford, talking to his uh, to his childhood girlfriend, when Rory asks if the boy is his father, Iris responds, "No." His father lives in New York. Uh, Iris, Iris, sorry, Iris, then looks at Roy Ernest, nearly pleading, but I have been thinking he needs his father now. He's at that age. Iris sees the pain in Roy's expression and understands when they are where kids, Roy's father passed away, and he said, sure, a father makes all the difference. So mm. that was a comment from a, from a guest. A father so, makes all the difference. A father, I, I think we could have summed that to that one. It's definitely a father makes all the difference. So a father, yep, yes. Yeah. Um. So uh, another uh, comment here says, when I was in charge of our gang unit in the police department, I dealt with a lots of gang members. Some hardcore, some only fourteen or fifteen year old, uh, and three quarter of them uh, had no father at home ever, or their their father was in prison, or just never hung around and that's why they join gangs to find a home like surrogate fathers fathers provide a sense of safety fathers provide a sense of purpose of self um fathers install into their young ladies and their young men um just a a, a foundation of strength mm-hmm. and a mother rounds that strength off with now this empathy piece yes um, and whatever they share you can't have one without the other and you see so many gang members without fathers and they do look for it they yeah look for that they're family. looking for that structure that order yep so they get the empathy from, from the mother at home but they need that structure and order and uh and 
male acceptance, I think, is what it is, too. Well, you said male acceptance. I looked up um, what a male is, uh, and there's a whole lot of... <laughs> I'm afraid to hear what came up on that Google search. Left-leaning, um, and others-leaning, mm-hmm. but it's a whole lot of negative about a man. Whole lot of negative. Remember, we had that show about toxic masculinity. Yeah, Do you remember this, that show? We, that, way back, we had it. Yep. And um, we had two fathers that were a drill sergeant, and one was a, a, a army paratrooper. He was a paratrooper, and those was two strong fathers. And we had a discussion. You want to go back and look at that with these fathers who are two strong men, but uh, definitely ones or both of them have very strong marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we talked about what a man really is, what a man looks like um, in his role in society, right? And so um, I was going to bring up one more thing, too. Growing yeah. up without a father, myself, uh, I had to learn how to be a man. I had to learn how to be a father. So uh, my mother always made sure that I had strong men around me. Uh, uncles. Uncles. Or... And you know what? In the black community, we had uncle. No, maybe this is what they mean by the village. Because in the black community, we had uncles and aunts and grandmas and godfathers. You, you had uncle grandmas? Uncle. No, we didn't have any uncle grandmas. <laughs> no. That's a thing now. But it wasn't a thing back then. So, you know. But I had a village. I had a village of guys that helped. It's a, it's a punchline. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, it, it definitely. Well, I mean, I, I get... <laughs> I hate the fact that it came from that quote came from uh, Hillary Clinton. What did you think? Uh, it hurt me to say it. Well, it no, say it came it, from Hillary, Hillary Why'd Clinton. Why'd you coin it? Don't uh, coin it. Just uh, say it. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, but it, there, there's a little bit of truth. But I don't think she actually probably came from her. She wrote it in the book. No, but um, anyways, uh, but um, clean water can come out of a dirty sieve. Maybe not. Okay, you, you know, uh, <laughs> if you take a, bo- a a 50 gallon drum of water and you drop one drop of oil on it, you've contaminated the entire barrel. Oh. What does that have to do with Hillary Clinton? A lot. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you, you said, you said drink, clean water can come from a dirty still. I just wanted to give you that backwards. <laughs> the, the things you know. The things you know. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, real quick, another comment, because this is actually going to lead into something else I'm going to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, do you think a decline in fatherhood could uh, also be due to so many courts favoring the mother? Mothers were just given custody. Uh, uh, mothers were just given custody, but what if the courts were more equal? I wonder if it would have uh, made a more of a difference. Um, it would. I think it would have. But let's talk a little bit about some statistics around the U.S. Uh, is that going to help with that? Because I have an answer to that. But go oh ahead. yeah, go ahead with it. No, no, I'll, no. I'll, go ahead with your statistics. Uh, well, I was going to talk about there that the uh, some of the father statistics. But one of them is that there's two million single fathers estimated in the U.S. right now. Two million. Yeah. Uh, out of seventy-two point two million fathers in the United States. Estimated. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to be going back to the court question. Yes. <laughs> Depending on where you are in the country. Uh, courts uh, tend to be slanted. Um, it, it, it's always um, th- there's a there's an unspoken that says that in the best in- interest of the child, the mother should be that uh, caregiver when it becomes when it when it's a choice between the father and the mother. Uh, I don't know if it's straight across the board, but in most states, or in some states, there there is that favor towards the mother. Uh, yeah, and um, I, I don't always agree with it. I mean, because a father can be an extremely good father, and they can be they can be done very well. And the mother, um, yeah, the mother could be a good mother too. 
but you need to be looking at it more equally. Look, actually look at the father and what their actual role and how they've been doing and, you know, what the, what their ability is in there. And it's perfect. It's simpler for, I think the courts to just hand it to the mother than it is to try to work that out and to make that determination and try to find it. Some men give up. They just give up. They're like, it's, it's in their, in their favor anyway. So why just. Exactly. That's the thing is that uh, men have been beaten down for so long by the court system. It's in that area. So uh, there's 26, 24.6 million fathers in a married two person household with kids younger than 18 years of age. So that's saying that you did I, take my notes. You are bad. No, I didn't. I you wouldn't. Fa- I wouldn't have found my own notes. You know what? You, this, you're lucky. You're my brother. Go ahead. Keep, we 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 you we can read it better than I can. What go. I'm saying, we just we just found the <laughs> no. best. We just found the best stats on there, yeah. and it shows that they're good stats. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So he's feeling. By guilty. the way, he's feeling guilty, y'all. I know. I feel guilty. <laughs> this comes from parentspluskids.com. By the way, uh-huh. parents with kids. With kids.com. Parents plus kids.com. Parents plus kids. Oh, you didn't actually spell it right. Go ahead. So, boom. <laughs> uh, th- I'm sure these came from other statistics that yeah. they shared to different sites. Right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, 17% of all single parent households are single fathers. Yep. So, let me put it 17%. 17%. That's, that's 83% uh, are single mothers and um, that are. That are done there. So, can I actually say something? Yeah. We have a uh, organization that is ECW and. Um, one of, I'm not going to say names because we don't say yep, names on yep. the show. We don't say names if we did because the organization is 501c3. We love people. We love people's privacy. Yep. Um, but there was maybe a couple of single fathers on that list that I believe we even took an interest in because it's so rarely seen. Mm-hmm. It is rarely seen. It's so small. Yep. So um, the breakdown of single fathers, 44, this Christmas, by the way, this 44% of uh, divorced. 33% never married, 19% separated, and 4.2% uh, are widowed. Widowed. 44% are divorced. So I want to hold on to that number there. 44. Okay. The annual income of single father is about $50,000. Okay. 33% uh, of all children, towards 24.7 million, live in a home without their birth father. That's a U.S. Census Bureau. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's what comes back to that 44% divorced. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, I will say at least they have a father there, potentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it said uh, 72.2% of Americans think that an absent father in the household is the most important problem facing American families. Say that number again. 72.2% of Americans think that an absent father in the household is the most important problem facing American families. That comes from Fathering in America 1999 poll. I am the so National Center for Fathering. For Fathering, which yeah. is a very it's good an old, It's an older poll, but poll. Yeah. It, the numbers haven't changed very much. Very good website to go to, actually. Yeah. Because, yeah, yep, 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 77, 70%, 70%. 72%. 72%. Uh, I remember when Lena was born, uh, and I definitely remember it was 102 in the morning. It was April 10th. And Amy, or they wanted, Amy was out, by the way. She mm-hmm. had the Pitocin, and she had the other Osins, and she was out. <laughs> she barely knew where she was. And um, they asked me if I wanted to cut the cord. They said, are you the partner? They asked me if I was the partner. This is a business arrangement? This was, uh, it was a, I guess so. I'd like to see the uh, said, corporation I I papers. the baby. I, and I think he has a, or she has a little bit of my genes in her. I don't know if I'm the partner or the dad. You are the father. I am the father. And that's what I said to them. I said, yeah. I am the father. But I don't want to cut the cord. <laughs> so I, did, I did say I'm the father, though. And, hey. uh, but I was a partner well, then. You, you know? So you're saying you didn't, you didn't want to go cone head on him? 
Huh? You ever seen the Coneheads movie? I yeah, I no. She was blue, <laughs> all sorts of blue, and I was like, Aww. and since I don't see very well, I didn't want to cut anything other than the cord. So I was like, nah, we better just stick to you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Started off as a boy, no. <laughs> cut the wrong thing. We didn't have a boy. We didn't have a boy. We had a girl. <laughs> it's a joke. It's I a know. Joke. I totally got it. Anyways, you're bad. I am bad. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. <laughs> Me and the starving pigs down in New Guinea. <laughs> that, that's a Larry the Cable Guy thing. You I, know give what? Him, I give him credit for that. Here's one. some better statistics from 2022. You I got. Oh yeah, go you for got it. Those too? No, I got 2017 actually. Okay, I got 2022. So it says there are 1.8 million solo dads in the U.S. Does that sound like your statistic there? Uh, it says statistics on absent fathers show that seven million American dads were absent from the life of all their minor children. Divorces are one of the leading causes of fatherless homes. How come you think that is? Uh, I mean, divorces are on the I think, rise. I think divorces have uh, have really. Um, this became easier and it's become an easier answer for people rather than going through the hard effort of working out the problems and sticking your way through it. It's just easier to just get a divorce and then move on. And you know, it, Oh, it's not my problem anymore. I don't want to deal with it rather than putting in that effort. So many people just run to that first yeah. rather than saying, Hey, I made a commitment. I'm going to stick by it and I'm going to find a way through the problem. Now, granted, can I happen in every marriage? No, there's, no. there's some things where yes, you know, a serious abusiveness and things like that need to be, need to be separated. Yeah. Um, you know, those type of things I understand. Let's emphasize, but yeah. In, in most cases, in most cases, I, like I know a wealth of people that have recently been divorced because of stuff that was not in that that that, that box of things that, like, it wasn't abusive. We just abusive. fell out of love. It is, we fell out of love or, mm-hmm. or you know, or it was we, 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 we weren't the same people mm-hmm. or we changed over time. Well, you know okay, what? How many of us change over time? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Love, I came in with a love, six pack. Love ain't, love ain't. <laughs> I came in with a six pack and left with a keg. Hey, you, you know, know you know like, what? Yeah. yeah, I came with a keg and left with six. That's what it's right. No. The, I'm still, I'm still have how six. How many of us change and evolve over the time that we're, people change. <laughs> yeah. If you don't change, you're kind of standing still, right? You got to change a little bit. You got to grow to be a better man. You got to go to be a better husband, yeah. a better father. You grow with that because you're learning as you go. The biggest thing I learned in life is the minute you stop learning, you're dead. Because mm-hmm. you're always going to be learning because you always got to be moving forward. And you're always going to be learning about your spouse. You're always going to be learning about everything. Especially, especially your spouse. Yep. Yep. My, my love language was always, and if you ever heard of the five love languages, read the book. It's really good. But my love language, I had two. I had, uh, I, I still have two. But I had acts, no, it was, uh, it was words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. and physical touch. And by the way, guys, um, just in case you don't know this, most guys, those are the two love languages, physical touch and words of affirmation, because we like attaboys. And, <laughs> yep, and we love the physical touch. Ask Joel. I Anyways, know what you're talking about. Um, th- but but mine's changed from now, it's still physical touch, but mine has actually acts of service. So even in my 14 years of being married, I changed, or my acts, or my love mm-hmm. language has changed. I changed. I went into the marriage with one eye. Now I have, or I'm sorry, I went into the marriage with two eyes. Now I have one. So when we say for better or for worse, mm-hmm. it was for better or for worse. Did you really make her that mad? 
We won't talk about abuse. <laughs> we have a cop that we know. We don't want to talk about abuse. <laughs> we, have, okay. we have multiple. We have multiple retired. cop friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. My name's not Tony, Tony on this show. It's Toby. Go ahead. Toby. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be in trouble for that one. Oh, man. All the hate mail. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, 2017 U.S. Census Bureau. The percentage of children without a father in the U.S. Uh, United States is 43%, according to the Census Bureau. I, m- I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. 90% of runaway and homeless children are from fatherless homes. Nationwide Institute of Justice. Why do you think that is? Um, I think it's from a lack of structure, a lack of discipline, and a, and a lack of um, authority. So, and understanding authority structures and things like that. So. I, I can't share the parts of my work that, uh, that I find that to be the case. Um, but a lot of the boys, uh, if there's a divorced home mm-hmm. and the dad is not present in the home, the boy will run away and most likely find his dad. Uh, yeah, I've actually, I think I've heard about a few, uh, few stories. Like I read about a few online. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got a lot more statistics here. But um, I want to try to hit one more uh, comment, comment from, and then it's time for us to go to break. Okay. Um, so it says, do you think that, a cl- oh, I already read that, sorry. Um, California is a great example of the, uh, of the family courts favoring the mother 99.9% yep. of the time. So, yep. and also my mother-in-law calls me a major kiss ass. Mother-in-law. Mother- my mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law? Yeah, my mo- yeah, she says I'm a major kiss ass. That's you? Yeah, she says I'm a major kiss ass. Your mother-in-law's on here? Uh, yeah. You are in trouble. Are hey, in trouble. hey, she, she's watching. She's oh, wait watching. a minute. Hi, mom. I know you too. Hey, hey. Guess what? Your your daughter said that I was like a brother to her. As a matter of fact, I can't tell you what else she said about that because I don't want to offend anybody. But um, I am her brother now. So there. Hey, hey. So that means you're like her son, right? Yes. Hi, mom. Yes, I'm like your son now. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, so um, we're going to go ahead and go to break, guys. We got a great break here for you. Um, and then when we get back, we're going to talk more about uh, the father's homes. And then I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that maybe Tony and I do in our homes to kind of uh, help and work with our father, our father, our mothers. And, uh, work with our fathers. Wow. Work with our daughters. We both have daughters. <laughs> but work with our kids and things that we do and maybe I don't some suggestions. My daughter, just so you know. That's that's why you got the chokey for, right? Well, and that's why I got a woman to teach her too. <laughs> exactly. Oh, good good golly! If I didn't have my wife here, man, Woo! I I couldn't tell you how messed up my daughter. She'd be like, she'd be wearing clothes like this, you know. She huh? all day long. She she'd probably her, she'd no, have a beard no, by now. No, no. If she if he didn't have his wife, her his daughter would be in her room all day long. No, she you wouldn't. Are, you are punished for a year. <laughs> <laughs> she would not. She would not. I'm telling all. Eventually, I'd be a sucker at some point. Yes. Okay, guys, does. we're gonna go to break, and we'll see right when we get back after break. And uh, yeah, have fun.
Hi, this is Tony from Backwoods Brothers, and I'm here to share a moment with you. A philosophy from John Maxwell that says, everything rises and falls on leadership. I'm gonna start by actually telling you the meaning behind everything rises and falls on leadership. The philosophy is, is that a company is only as great as its leader, creating what we call a bottleneck or a leadership lid. You've heard the philosophy that you're only as good as your leader. Well, maybe that's not true. What about staffing to your weaknesses as a leader and allowing the leadership to grow beyond the leader? Maybe if you think about as a leader this philosophy and if you adopt it, if you're an insecure leader, you're not going to allow for the leadership under you to flourish. This leadership lid um, idea, if you're an insecure leader, could lead to a lot of burnout, if I haven't said that already. It can also lead to disgruntled employees under you because you're looking out for number one. And remember, there's no I in team. What if the leader says this? A leader is best when people barely know that he exists. When his work is done, his aim is fulfilled, and the people who follow him says, we did this ourselves. Think about this, leader. How would you like it if your team says this? This is a company that I love to work with because my employer thinks that I make a difference. And not only does he think that, but he proves it by his actions. Thank you for this moment. Guys, back from break here. I'm with my man Tony, and you know me. I'm Joel. We're here at Backwards Brothers, yeah, you. and uh, as you notice, we this thing? I had to go to the bathroom, but I couldn't get there in time, so I brought it with me. <laughs> it's a stinky situation. <laughs> no, not uh, stinky. It, stinky. Isn't this thing awesome? This Yay. is actually a this is actually an outhouse. It was specially made for us. I still have to glue the uh, the top down here. I haven't glued it yet. I can see that. Yeah. Look she, at this. He's very protective over his outhouse, guys. Look at this. Yeah, uh, so you got to use it. When you got to go, you got to go, you know? You got to go. Got to go right now. So, um, yeah, I got to glue this down, and then I got to glue the door in still. I did not do that yet. Sorry. Uh, so this was actually made first for one of our viewers, uh, yes. Star. 
It's the only one she said she's gonna make. Star! And she made it specifically for us. And it's actually like real, like, uh, it's, yeah, concrete. It's, it's actually, I knocked something off there, though. You know, it's real concrete. Stuff down. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't glued that back on. It all yet. kind of matches in here, you guys, with this awesome table, by the way. Yeah, um, so it's. I had, to, I had to glue a few things, um, but it's got like a window here, yeah. and I'm going to try to open it up for the cameras here. This looks great. It's an, um, here, come, come for the straight camera here. Actually, ooh. Uh, actually, yeah. There's actually toilet paper inside. Are you serious? How awesome is that? Toilet paper? How did yeah. you get that inside? I don't really want to talk about it. And there's like a hole in there and everything. But yeah, this, is, uh, this was made specifically for Backwards Brothers, so we're going to go ahead and get this thing glued down and then brandy's gonna make a nice sign that says the uh, backwood shitter the backwood shitter so Ooh. anyways i have something else i want to oh, wait, uh, wait wait we can't say that word for the next person that's coming on oh whatever <laughs> come on over here i guess come dad on. can make that decision come, stand though. up stand up <laughs> this is my daughter riley she Ride. wanted she wanted to say hi don't be shy she wanted to she wanted to say hi oh. say hi hi okay Riley. This one's also off. Oh, don't, don't, what the, but have him come over and see your uncle, too. Come on. Yeah, come over and see Uncle Tony. So, this is the most important man in her life. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Thank you, Star. We really appreciate the, uh, don't they look like the uh, outhouse. It's amazing. We appreciate you. Um, and we absolutely love it. And okay. so, but ahead. say something to your daughter. Say something from your heart to your daughter. Uh, go away. <laughs> That is truly his language love. Love language is like, I love you. Go I love ahead. you. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. Got a kiss there. Uh, and so. Lita, I love you too. And so does your godfather. She, Speaking she, of that. She almost just crashed on the way up. Hey. Huh, cousin too. Yeah. So I got to tell you this, by the way. Um, <laughs> Lena, I, I talked to you guys about um, how I grew up with cousins. Um, uh, I grew up with uncles, uh, men in my life that kind of just steer me in the right direction. I'm a firm believer that it does take a village, not in the way BLM does, but I am definitely a firm believer of of, uh, of parents and people in my daughter's life that can speak things that I can't speak. And so um, my brother here is my daughter's godfather, which I absolutely- I'm the godfather. Godfather, the godfather. It's an East Coast thing, mm -hmm. um, but I grew up with a, a godfather mother and a godfather and i thought that that would be something good for us to uh make a part of the tradition for lena so um he gets to speak into her life things that i couldn't and i could if you only knew and i couldn't pick a better guy to do it so oh you gotta do this right bro oh stop come on, ah, come on. You, you do that on purpose go on with the show go on uh. with the show hey <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Okay, but we're talking about hey, fathers. But... We're talking about fathers, yo. Okay. The godfather. But I got to say, I got to say this right here. You got to come over here. There's a godmother that is married to this godfather who is absolutely amazing. And uh, you see her tomorrow night. But she's loved my daughter in ways that I really, really think adds to our family. Richly. And by the way, uh, I'd like to show you two. What are you doing? You're not farting in front of me. Uh, Tell not... him to sit down. I'm getting this thing up oh, the table. Oh, I thought he was farting because that's what he does, guys. <laughs> How to get to our... Now that I'm all alone, I can yeah. finally talk with you guys on some real stuff. Oh, Joel's coming back. <laughs> I was getting handing out to our production team. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, bro? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I got some more stuff for you, but do you have any audience questions? Oh yeah, let me check. Take a look real quick. Um, so let me see here. Uh, we got uh, other than the, produ the producer yelling at us. Oh, here it goes. Oh my goodness, I just. Well, um, okay. So we got a really massive comment. 
Um, it is massive, so I'm probably not going to read the whole thing. Um, so uh, I think the fathers today are quite different from my generation. Uh, I'm sure that they are. Oh, wait a minute. That begs to ask for further explanation. Is there a further explanation on uh, that? Oh, yeah. Um, there, it's, it's a book. Can we, can uh, we well, cherry yeah. pick? Um, yeah, I'm reading through it. Uh, they grew up in the 30s and 40s and went uh, through such uh, hard times. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely different times than today. That's almost 100 years ago. Yeah. So um, they had a, a clear view and obligation to their families. That's the thing is actually really clear is, the, uh, is, is really different from today is the obligation mm-hmm. that, that, that men hold towards their families. So many of them, you know, they, they, they forget that, the, that, they're, that when they've chosen to become a father, chosen to become a hubbin, a hubbin, Hubbin. 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 Husband. A hobbit. Hubbin, hubbin. Hubbin, hubbin. Because many of them probably grew up without fathers, too. Though. Well, yeah, and the thing is, um, I believe soul, uh, extremely heavily in, in obligation. I believe heavily in your word is your bond. I believe heavily in, you know, don't speak it unless you mean it type of thing. Um, I'm a heavy believer in this. Yeah. Men mentoring men. Yes, definitely. Because when you say, we're but, talking about generational issues. When you say, when you say men... I want to be very clear about the definition of men. Uh-huh. There's a man, yeah, and then there's men. So, and the reason I'm saying that definition, that particularly point out because mankind or yeah, there, there, oh, there, 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 there's the male species, right. but then there's men. You know, mm-hmm. there's a man. There's men. And when I say that, I don't mean like oh, you know, toxic based. No, I'm talking about a man or a man as someone who holds the obligation to, to, you know, be the foundation for the family to provide, protect. Okay. To give guidance, be the spiritual head of the household, things you, like that. You know, this is Backwards Brothers, and it wouldn't be Backwards Brothers we didn't throw in something controversial. What about the Boy Scouts? What's up with that? Uh, what about the Boy Scouts? You mean the fact that they're they're Boy Scouts? No, I mean, they changed the meaning of Boy Scouts, didn't they? I don't even care what they cheer it. Yes, One of my favorite... One of my favorite... They changed the meaning of Boy well, Scouts. One of the favorite questions I ever got given to... Um, to Ben Shapiro is someone asking why can't girls be in the Boy Scouts? Oh, and he you got said, it. He says because it's the Boy Scouts, and he the goes, he goes, they go, well, where is it written? And he goes, in the name, Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts. Anybody with a penis is a boy. Okay, sorry, I had to say that, guys. Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts. But that—that's another. I mean, when we start confusing that, then we lose the power of mentoring as uh, well. It, yes, and and you know. Uh, and that's something I think we need to we need to have a conversation on some point specifically to talk about the the whole gender thing going on these these days and and the problems that that's causing for our kids and stuff like that because that's a, that's a major issue there too. It is. It is really hard to have a full engulfed conversation without bringing up those nuances. Yeah. But, so and but the, the, we're going to stay in our lane, I guess. Yeah. For for Let's for tonight for, for tonight we're going we to. We didn't do our homework yet on that one. So. For for tonight we're going to do that. But I think yeah. this is something we could talk about in the future because I think yeah. I believe that's a massive a massive issue and challenging fatherhood as well. Yeah. But without giving the a, a deep in depth piece to it, yeah. it's hard to explain what where we're coming from there. Other but than what the spinoff was was men uh, men mm-hmm. mentoring men exactly or boys or uh, men mentoring boys even. In a way that um, this viewer uh, posted. Yes. Yeah, you and know? there's a lot more to it. And um, being an honorable man, I recommend man word. I recommend reading it. It's probably on the Facebook uh, comments. So if you want to read that, it's on there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a lot to it. It looks. Uh, oh. I'm I'm knowing the, they're knowing who the writer is. Yeah. It's probably a pretty good read. Be- 
because I'm a Christian, I would be amiss to not recommend a book to you guys. It's called The Father Heart of God. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the books you can find it on Amazon. But it's one of the first books I read when I gave my life to the Lord because I didn't have a father. So when I gave my life to him, he became my father. And I wanted to find out what his fathering looked like in my life. And so The Father Heart of God, Father's Heart of God is really a good book. It's an easy one to read. Yeah, um, actually, you know, That's why I, have it. I just I just read something here that's actually a, it's a, a pretty pretty good point to make, and so I want to bring that up, and I think it might be something that we're going to touch on too. Yeah. Um, there's next to zero men's services in comparison to women's services. Mm. The courts are also automatically assume that the male is the abuser, which honestly is against the law, but it's comp- uh, commonplace and nobody bats an eye. Absolutely. So, um, but the the point I want to bring up there is the zero men's services, almost no services for men. Yeah. When it comes to it, yeah. If you actually look at a lot of the social services out there, a lot of them tend to lean towards supporting the the male. For example, uh, WIC, yeah, women's infant children. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, that's a good example of it, mm-hmm. right there. Um, so and they serve a good purpose. So we're not yeah. complaining about that, but at the same time, you're right. There's uh, definitely yeah, and that's just what I'm trying to say yeah. is they do serve a good purpose because they've fed. A lot of mothers that are feeding their childs and things, but the the point the point the purpose of it is is that it shows that the society is leaning one way than the other when yeah. it comes down to an equal support of of men. male uh, of men fathers and uh, of men that are single fathers versus women that are single fathers. Now, primarily because there's a larger majority of them possibly, but that could be an argument made. But it also there's a larger majority too because in some cases because that's the way the court system makes it. Right. right. So, right. and they make it easy. They also make it easy for the father to escape too. They make it easy for the father to escape. Yeah. Oh, I can just pay some money out and not to worry about it. Yeah. No, hold that father and that 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 man accountable. To yeah. make him make him have to see his kids, make him have to support them in other ways, make him drive them to the soccer games and do those things, buy the clothes and take them to school. Get that father involved in that kid's life. Well, because that that kid will also change how that father is too. You know, one of my f- most painful times, but one of my most joyous times was Father's Day. Um, because I didn't have a father on Father's Day, but when I became a father, Father's Day was much better. I told my daughter, don't give me a tie. Don't give me something that you've always given me. Give me what, m- if mom can get a dinner, if mom can get going out and doing all that kind of stuff, dad can too. But it's this emphasis on um, Mother's Day, but there's not a much as much of an emphasis on Father's Day. Usually it's Parents' Day. Or it's framed in another way um, because of absentee fathers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to bring Father's Day back to be a celebration of men, a celebration of fathers who stuck in and, and you know, and, and honor that and honor that. So trying to open my notes again. And it's well, while you're opening your notes, uh, why don't I go down here real fast? Because you said you're going to talk about something. Yeah. And I want to go really fast to. We, I could sit here all day and look at um, what men aren't or how they're being victimized. Or, But it, I would be amiss to say that there's also some um, tips for dads who are engaged with supporting their families and their loved ones. And one is spend time with your child. Yes. Uh, two is discipline with love and positive parenting. Be your child's role model. Earn the right to be heard. That's what I like. I've always been a proponent of earn the right to be heard. Earn the right to be heard. 
Um, be your child's teacher. Eat together as a family, which is very hard to do anyway. Yeah, it's something we've started really pushing in recently, is eating together as a family. Yes, and this is for dads too. Respect the other parent of your child. Um, and it says here, um, and seek involvement early with your child. Uh, yes, and so a couple things is um, kids are smart. Don't assume that they're not. Yep. My daughter is very smart. Um, I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and she proves, she proves it to me often. Yeah. Um, and the big thing is, is that my, my wife and I have realized over time that if we try to talk about things uh, – to deal with managing Riley when she's around, she'll take advantage of that. And so usually we're getting to the point now where we want, if you want to talk about Riley when it comes about how to dealing with something or a plan or change or something, we usually tell her to go do something and we pull something into a room and have a conversation. Um, something that's hard to do is uh, when you're doing it that's we still find ourselves tripping up on that we're working on ourselves and consistently trying to improve on is try not to... Uh, come against the other parent in front of the parent if you don't agree with what's going on there Ooh. is because what that does is that opens up a yeah. a way for your child to see a weakness that they can exploit and they are like they are like sharks yeah they will go to that weakness and they will exploit it and they will rip it apart any way they can because they a child is doesn't have the um full understanding and capacity of everything in their in their thinking at that age to understand you know what's actually happening they just they know that they want something and they're very center focused because that's how it's yeah yeah and as as you get older your focuses start to open up to more and more things but when you're younger you are the most central focused you are because your world is this small and then as you get older and older your world begins to expand correct me if i'm wrong on this um psychologist over here but yeah. you know, and as you, your world begins to expand, so they're not—they're going to be focusing on. They have a goal in mind. They want that cookie. They want that play that game, or they want to watch TV or whatever it is. And so they see a way, a way to exploit that. Whether it's you know, cry to mommy, say this, do that. You know, throw themselves on the ground and kick and scream because it works. They're going to do that. And they see if hey, mom doesn't agree with dad, then I'm probably I might have a chance to win this. Or if dad doesn't agree with mom, then you know maybe I'll try to win dad over with my tricks there get what I can and try then to overrun override the other. It's called Mama Data. I played it a lot when I was a kid mm. and I was quite good at it, unfortunately. You were. <laughs> yes. And so yeah. um and unfortunately, you know, you know, karma. My my daughter my daughter's is but you hear your parents go, You're gonna get it back when you <laughs> Yep, have your and it's coming back around. And I'm like, what? And so my my daughter's very well about trying to yeah. use that. Yeah. And so um my wife and I have uh I've caught on to it, and now we're much more aware Your of it. Team. Yeah, and now Your I got to talk about, you know, the, the, the always learning type of thing? Yeah. That's part of always learning. Always learning. Um, and so we're, 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 we're working on it. But the biggest thing is that we've learned is take take the conversation into another room, and even if you don't agree with that parent at the time, uh, short of it being unsafe, back the parent up in always. front of them. And then go back, talk about another room, and you can mm-hmm. come back with a different plan you later. As wrong as rain, but uh, dad or mom is always right in front of the child. Um, the yeah. other thing is this. Uh, moms, uh, don't villainize and wait for dad to get home, for dad to lower the boom. Don't make the dad the object of wrath. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it used, and I, I don't think it's that much played out as it used to be. It used to be, well, when your dad, father gets home, there's going to really be the lower boom. And then you, the dad tends to be the person that you can't um, uh, have that caring relationship with. Don't be afraid to take them boys out behind the woodshed. Well, <laughs> now, that's a whole nother show that we'll talk about. Maybe what discipline really looks like and how that's been railroaded. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways. But yeah, just when we moms say wait till dad gets home, it literally takes the power away from mom to manage the situation. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, I think that that parents tend to do that, and I think it's you know sometimes it's the other way. You know, it uh, when a and I'm I'm guilty of this a lot. Oh, you did it. Wait till mom gets home. No, well, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've actually done that a few times, but wait till mom it's, gets home. It's I didn't want to deal with it, but. Um, <laughs> That's the thing is sometimes, you know, I get busy and I'm guilty of this one and I, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But it's, you know, if I'm really busy, I'm, I work from home. Uh-huh. And so I'm in the middle of a meeting, whatever else. My daughter may come in to ask me for something. And I was like, I was like, uh, what did mommy say? And oh, she says, OK, well, that's what you can do. You know, go ask mommy. And at the same time, so by you not, like water, you take the least point of resistance. And there. sometimes yeah. by doing that uh-huh. is putting that off to the other parent yep. all the time. That, that's. That's relieving the uh, the authority out of you that you carry as well, yes. to and placing it solely into the parents' hands. So and kids learn that. Yeah, they learn and to so ask that mom first then. Yeah. Yeah. And so and while there's nothing wrong with that, right. at the same time you don't want to delineate that authority from you, and so vice versa. Is, well, what's your father have to say about this? Well, that's a, that's a good question to take though, because figuring out how, if they're going to be honest about it or not. Right. What did your but father at the same say time, first? But yeah, it's. Understanding, you know, be be able to and be willing to make your own decision as a parent, and then and then the other parent, while they, you know, be willing to back that up, no matter what it is. How do you view this, Joel? Uh, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they will not flee from it. That was one of the ones that you quoted mm-hmm. for yep. fathers specifically. Train up a child in the way uh, they should go. I think there's, I think there's uh, one of the biggest things is the children will be raised by the example that we set. And so training up the father, uh, training, training, training up the child is not necessarily um, about simply uh, telling them what to do. You know, the whole do as I say, don't do as I do oh, does, doesn't doesn't does not really work. And it's a bad way to parent, guys. Do yes. uh, do as I say, don't do as I do. We yes. model to our kids how and, we should. And act. I will tell you, yes. I am very guilty of that. You are. Yes, See, my mom but said that to me a lot. I, not to. I know that that I've been yeah. working heavily on trying to fix that, and yeah. I think that's a, that's something I'll be struggling with, and most people will the rest of their life. But, but you, you try to you... act, uh, you try to act out how you should be, because as a father, when it comes to a daughter, yeah. it's our job as a father to show that daughter yeah. how a man should act, how a man should there treat, how a man should treat her, what a man should do for a woman, yes. how, how a man should be expected we to. That. Exactly, we are modeling to her. What the what the what a man is, and mm-hmm. she's going to look for that, and she's going to model that, in the man that she seeks out. They used to have this thing called daddy daughter dates. Yeah, I went on a daddy daughter date. I think our, my, I think my wife, my wife, my daughter on some days. You have you? Hmm? I, I think, think they I, should, I, sometimes I don't always get them as much as I want. Wasn't there one in Estacada where we lived? Uh, there was one uh, a couple years ago, but there needs to be more of those times. Cause oh, you talk so about often. a pre-range like a thing where yeah, it's oh, literally I a literally daddy just, daughter date. I literally just grab my uh, grab my daughter, take her for ice cream, and we have a daddy daughter date like that. That's awesome. And it, there's nothing wrong. I mean, fathers is like I said, spend time with your kids. Spend time with your kids. Dude, may, it used to be the Archie Archie Bunker type where the dad didn't spend time with the kids. The mom mm-hmm. did, and he came home and made the, brought home the bacon. 
Yeah. And that was good enough. Well, uh, you know, um, I have a, I have a lot of uh, mentors in my life and some that I consider uh, fatherly to me. Um, yeah. my, uh, my dad and I have had some pretty rough parts in our relationship and things, especially recently. Um, and so there's a, there's a one particular person that uh, I consider to be a, a very important role model in my life. Um, and that person know who knows who he is. I mean, uh, so, uh, oh, and sucks. you shouldn't say that about me. I'm your brother. I'm not your dad. You ain't, you ain't my dad. <laughs> no, we know who you're talking about. I will about. bitch that. <laughs> Watch it. How was that to be bitch? We're talking about men. <laughs> men don't be bitches. Okay? Anyways, yeah. Don't um, be bitches. So, um, yeah. but yeah, th this person knows who he is and he actually, yeah. uh, Absolutely. he, he, he is, he is, I mean, you're my brother and he, he's. He's my mentor, yeah. and he's he's Teacher. like a father. He's like a father to me, yep. and he's also one of my best friends. Absolutely. So, um, and you know, there's, it's okay to have multiple best friends. You can only have one brother, but exactly. multiple best friends. Thing. Exactly. So, <laughs> but um, more than one brother. But okay. I, I I I actually have some some other. I have a, like an actual blood brother too, but even I don't talk. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. you're you're much closer to me than he ever is. So. Oh, bro. We're um, having a moment right here. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right here, back with the brother. No, we're back with the brother. Hey, really, detour real fast. Yes. Aren't we supposed to be talking about somebody who, just real fast, detour from the father talk. Aren't we a concert coming up? Oh, uh, we're going to get to that? Oh, well, I'm going to shut my mouth. He, is, going. he is getting out of his lane. Shut my I'm going to stay. Oh, that's another show. I'm supposed to stay in my lane now, y'all. Uh, yeah, the, the the extra stuff you don't see afterward is where Tony beats the hell out of me. <laughs> somebody's going. Somebody you said me. what during the right, show, boy? All right, he's a racist. He's not a racist, folks. No, 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 no. Um, so, uh, but yeah, there is something I do want to talk about as we're closing the show out. I'm gonna yeah, talk. Yeah, keep going. You were in a soapbox, so about. Um, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll say. I'll, I'll say nice things. Yeah, but the thing is, one of the things that I enjoy most doing with him is projects. And so uh, fathers who have sons take the time to do projects with them, even yes. if it's small, That's because good. that it matters because you're working on something, you're creating something, you're being productive together. Yes. Yes. It teaches them something and it's just time spent together. And um, so I really enjoy that. And, you know, um, I, I didn't when I was younger, uh, um, I didn't do that as much with my with my with my dad. And um, I think that, that might change some things and stuff. But I didn't do that either. Because I didn't have a dad, and so being visually impaired and not have a dad, I don't know how to change a car tire. Oh, you know? I know how to change a car tire. I took shopping school. This is not about you. <laughs> this is not about you. This uh, is about I'm me. actually I, wondering. No, but I wonder no, if my I dad could change a car but tire. But those things that you learn from your dad, mm -hmm. those things that you learn from a man, you when you don't have those types of things, how do you pass them on to your kids? I'm looking at Google, I'm looking at YouTube, and I'm relying on her vision. <laughs> so. But you could still make up for that. If you didn't grow up without a dad, you yeah. guys, if you didn't grow up without a father, you can have well, mentors. You can find out you, things. You, you took know. where I was going with that. Exactly. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, no, you go. I'm about to preach. Oh, no, preach it because that's exactly what I was going with it. It's a good layover. You can say it. I give it to you. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. No, <laughs> but no, you, there's ways that you can make up for those times. I don't think I don't think you're ever too old. And you. I think you modeled that. I don't think you're mm -hmm. ever too old to have a father figure in your life. I don't think you're ever too old to have... Uh, to learn those things you didn't learn from your dad and have those mentors or those men teach you that. Or your brother. Like, if I want to know something about how to do something, I'm most likely going to ask Joel how to do it. And vice versa. Because I didn't have it. Vice versa. You know, probably. I'm, I'm a little bit more of the feeler in the group. But, um, but yeah. when well, it comes I, I, to I, hardware, you, you're good at you it. You have taught me a lot of things when it comes down to introspection and 
and things like that. And you know, you've you've got me to open up about a few things that I haven't. So that's a female side of me because I was brought up by my mom. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's no, a bro- it's, it's, not. A, it's a brotherly side. It's a brotherly thing. But, but yeah, so I think it's actually important, like you said, get a mentor. Get a mentor. Uh, even if no matter how old you are, get a mentor. Uh, make uh, you have your dad be your mentor, but it's also good to have other men, male mentors in your life if you're a man. Um, yes. To see to see that and, they're you know, still out there. Yeah, exactly. They're still out there. So exactly, and so um, and you know if you're uh, if you're a young lady growing up and you didn't have a father, get those yes. get those male yes. solid male uh, positive influences in your life. So especially if you're younger, get get those so you understand what a what a man should be, how they should treat a lady, and you should understand that's what you should be looking for when you're looking for a mate. Is it true that still women? Um, will t- or uh, uh, girls will still um, marry someone like their father? Uh, I think it's very true. I mean, I don't have a statistic behind that, but that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I, I do know uh, that there are, you know, um, not every woman's going to marry a marry a man and things like that. You don't have to have a man, and you have your Heavenly Father for that type of stuff as well. Actually, so. I think, I, I hope she talks about that. Um, yeah. We heard our producer say, not me. Yeah. You know, she didn't, I don't know about the history of that but how do women well, well even get those even even that, my wife uh yeah. my wife my my father-in-law is a piece of shit so um and he he has pretty much abandoned my my wife and and her and his granddaughter and and so um by by doing that he has not presented how to be a man to her and so my wife has replaced him by finding people that are good men that she that she basically has as a father figure in her life. She said that because there's one time we were talking about Stockholm point out, Syndrome. He's a piece of shit, by the way. Yeah, so. we were talking about Stockholm Syndrome on one of our shows. Yeah. And she was talking about how the abusive past of men mm-hmm. had led her actually to finding a man who won't do that. You. Yeah. And you become... So she didn't marry her father when she married you. Well... He, I don't think she was putting him in that. She was saying the previous boyfriend she had had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. And um, her dad, when I met him, he seemed like a good, upstanding man. Um, and that's where the thing is that good, good, gets a good point to make to to make a point is, uh, fathers, your job's not done solely when your when your daughter is married or your fun, son's married off. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it says in the Bible, biblically, they join into one, and that's that's their family and everything else. They leave and cleave, but they yeah. still come back. Yeah, they, they, they come back because they yeah. need those, those those ongoing role models and those life experience that you have to bring to them. Your job is not done when they're married. Your yeah. job continues on, but it changes. Yes, it does. The responsibility, protections, and all this type of stuff is now laid into the husband. Or um, if the husband is, uh, you have a son, that you, then your son, his job is now protecting that wife. But you're still a mentor to your son. You're still a mentor to your daughter yeah. on how to... You know how to have a good marriage, how to ha- how to be a good father, how to be a good a good husband, or, or, or so on. They used to have these programs called Big <clears throat> Brothers Big Sisters. Do they mm-hmm. have those again? Still? I, th- I, I think mean... they're still out there, but I think they've altered a little bit. Uh huh. So, mm-hmm. but in the mentoring thing of you know brothers, men, young men, young women. Um, but you're right. You're right. It's the job doesn't stop when my daughter turns 18. As a matter of fact, it just begins because she's gonna probably come to me and say, "How do I deal with my husband?" And I'm like, I'm gonna well, be yeah. like, girl, she you chose him, so <laughs> I swear to God, when he comes to bed, he has the worst breath of it. Oh, that screen just changed over. Oh, yeah. oh she showed me off. He has the worst breath. You're talking about me again. Well, girl, I have the worst breath too. Well, I know I've married. Uh, by the like by him. the way, um, girls do fart when they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't want yes. to talk about that, though, because y'all ladies can talk to Brandy about that tomorrow night, okay? <laughs> that's a huge problem. Girls who fart and the men that love them. Yes. Okay. That's going to be a book. I'm going to write a book about that, man. Oh. You, you just gave me the title. You know what I did as a man? When yeah. I got married, I, uh, we had our honeymoon. I said, you're mine now. So I put the covers over the head and started farting away. Dutch oven? Dutch oven. And, she's st- and we're still okay. together. Okay, okay. guys. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're coming. We wow. have like been about 10 minutes left in the show here. But, um, okay. so, uh, we, Any we, comments? Uh, I'm sure. Oh, that was, you, gotta, you know, there's probably a... Boat of comments. Okay, come on, y'all. I've been reading stats and talking to you about everything. I don't know. See, luckily. Wait, wait, it's okay. It's about to jump. Okay. I have to scroll back up here. Okay. Sorry, y'all. We'll get you in on it. We were having a good conversation. Um, this is what happens all the time, though. So it says, I'm Tony. I'm feeling left out. I must have missed you telling me that you love me, too. Who's that? Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, I love you, too, man. You're, uh, you're, he's a. If you didn't see the show last week, which has 70, like, something views on YouTube. Run, you Kurt, run. Run, Kurt, run. You need to check it out. Last week's show. Check it out. Kurt's the man. He he had some great things to say. Yes, I really recommend did. watching him. A law great enforcement, guy awesome guy. Yes, yes. Retired law enforcement. Um, the most influential parental figure in a child's life is their same-sex parent. So boys, so for boys, their dad, and for girls, their mama. Um, it's I've got... Only two jobs when it comes to Trina. I love her unconditionally. Protect her. Now, under those two items are multitudes of things. That is a man who, Kurt is a man who loves his wife. Last week, we were inviting him out to the show. We'd like to go for tacos. And he goes, I need to be with my wife. And as a man, and as a man, we didn't argue with that. We're like, go, bro. Uh, yeah. Go, bro. I mean, but go. It, it was tacos. Yeah, it was tacos. So, so where's I'm your priorities? Saying, but tacos. we were talking about that later. Taco Wednesday. He's like, it's my wife. Yeah, Taco no. Wednesday. But he had steak, though. Anyways, I remember oh, that yeah. He had steak. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. Um, in, in this day and age, there are more sperm donors than fathers. That's true. Okay. That's true, unfortunately. Uh, kids will manipulate mothers and fathers for their needs and even create a division. Mothers and fathers must be on the same page. So if the child runs to the mother uh, because dad says no, she should also say no. Um, and like I said, well, uh, my daughter gets in trouble. Yeah. If she tries to pit us against each other, mm-hmm. she gets the double win. My daughter knows that I'm going to ask mama what she said. Yep. And so she knows she can't play that because <laughs> I'm going to find out. She So <laughs> that, it, our house is so small that I can practically hear when she, when she says that no. Is, that is so true. Like I'm talking to bro and sis can hear and mm-hmm. she has like supersonic ears. She's in the bathroom yes. and say, what did you say? Yeah. I'm so. like, we were whispering on the phone in the closet in the other room. Yes, but no, she can't get away with much in that house, can she? Um, and he shall turn the heart of fathers to the children yes. and the heart of children to their fathers. Thank you. That was my other verse I didn't share, but that's absolutely true. Yeah, there's a, I had a lot more verses in here too, by the way. Yeah. You know, if we're going to bring up the other verse, you know, um, it, it also says in the last days that ch- par- our kids will become uh, enemies of their parents and things like that. You know, it's a warning to us parents to really, in this day and age, make sure that the family structure is sacred and strong. Because there's so many influences speaking into our kids' lives. School, school, internet, 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 Facebook, internet, Facebook, TikTok. So many. So it's very important that each parent is on the same. Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter. That's Twitter thing. My dog. Yeah. Um. What's that? Uh. uh, Insta Sam or something. Insta Sam. Yeah. Insta Sam. What is there? What's the other one? Uh, TikTok. 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 
Thanks, it's bad clock. Yeah. Um, so, okay. so there's, some uh, there's, there's some other ones. We got Luke 15:20, But when he uh, was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. So he ran, okay, this is about the... Uh, ran to him and threw his arms around him and kissed him. Okay, so actually, I want to I say something with that one. Yeah. The pastor is coming out in me because I, I was a former pastor, you guys. Um, so I love that Thus story. Thus it, Tony. Thus say it, Tony. No, this is a thing of the Lord. It's not for me, though. Jesus said it. Um, but the, one is, that's one of my favorite stories because actually it shows the heart of the Father. It shows the heart of the Father in discipline. It shows the heart of the Father in nurturing and empathy. And as a matter of fact, when that kid returned home, he goes, I am not worthy to be called your son. And the father didn't even in his strength answer that. What he did was he, the, the kid was literally on the ground. He picked him up off the ground and put the finest robe around him and said, you are my son. Thought of the so, finest calf. The, yes. Mm -hmm. So it was literally like, you know what? You're made new. Come into my house. You're welcome here. And I'm throwing a party for you. Oh, yes. That's the way father should be. Yes, yes, it's unconditional love. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Yep. So, unfortunately, not all fathers understand and get that today. Yep. Um, so, we are coming to the end of our show here, but I, I wanted to, to say um, we we are going to be attending um, the Jesse Lee concert on the 12th of next month. Yes. She She's doing it. Uh, she has a big old barn. She's doing a barn party. Where's her, Let's where's have her picture? A party. Where's her, her, her CD? Um, oh, on the production table. Okay, okay. Can I just say a little bit more? Yeah, go ahead. Jessie Lee is a country singer up and coming. Oh, I'm yeah. telling No, she's not up and coming. She is already coming. Um, and the cool part about her is she's been in Nashville. She sings all over the place. And we get an opportunity to just be there with her that night and some other things. Well, we're not going to uh, uh, Yeah, oh, we've, we've actually are going to be emceeing for her. You just told everybody. I know, we're I know. Be, I couldn't uh, hold it in. I was excited. Yes, we are. We are and, and can I tell them something? Can I tell them something? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that's no. true. Okay. I cannot no. say, and if you did hear it online, you can't say either. Yeah. By um, the way, by the way, you you, you can't let it can't let the door out. There's something special happening that night. Can't but, let the um, door out. <laughs> you can't let the door out. I don't know what that even meant. <laughs> I don't know what that even don't meant. Don't let the door out, guys. Don't let the door out. Yes. <laughs> Sign the blank. Blank. <laughs> no, don't, no. don't leave the dog open so the door doesn't get out. Well, we're gonna be there that night. Yeah, we're gonna be there tonight. We're gonna that. be hosting. Oh, uh, we're gonna be hosting. So, uh, well, emceeing. Emceeing. I'm we, going emceeing. Oh, yeah, we're emceeing. We're not hosting. She's she, hosting. She's hosting. <laughs> we're emceeing. We're gonna figure out where our, what but, our role uh, is. I, I want to say though, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll call and see exactly what she wants us to do. No, I'm talking about. I need to figure it out I, on the show so I can tell them what our I, role is. Yeah, I, 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 well, I've never, I've actually never emceed. So, I'm, but the thing is, you I want to find. No, this is my first time. This is your first time. Yeah, and I'm, I am very honored. To, for that she would uh, entrust us a bunch of crazy guys on the show yeah. to allow her to test the MC Let me her. practice. Let me show MC. you how to do it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're so glad you're here at the Jesse Lee Show. Backwards, brother. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. I got it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I, I'm going to get a call in like five minutes and say, never mind, guys. <laughs> I know, really? If, she, if you're watching, Jesse, we're so much better than that. Okay. So, you're, you're safe with us. Anyways... <laughs> So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, so we're really excited. It's, uh, yes. it's, it's February 12th, February 12th, uh, Put it on seven, your calendar. seven 30. Yep. And if you'd like to get the address, if you don't know where it's at, it's a bar party, reach out to Jesse on, um, on her Facebook, Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee. Um, make sure when you do, you subscribe to her Facebook. If you're not already, 
uh -huh. and check all her videos on there. She has and her YouTube. Good stuff. Oh yeah, she's got some cool stuff Show on there. Show the hat. Show the hat. Show oh the yeah, hat. by the way, this is the Jesse Lee hat. The Jesse Lee hat. It's actually one of my favorite hats. This is the Jesse um, Lee headband, but it, she doesn't know that yet. <laughs> she doesn't know yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, but swing up there and message her, and uh, she can and request the address from her, and she'll take care of all that. Yes. So, but Upcoming February twelfth, seven thirty. Come and rock it out and uh, a barn party there. She's amazing. Oh yeah, she's she and I've been to a bunch of her stuff already. She is so fun there. Yeah. So you actually have her more on your Facebook than you have me. I'm not gonna talk about that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no she, you're on there all the time, man. You're on all the time. No, um, I just I just think it's so awesome that uh, that we have a uh, a rising star from right here in our own town. Yes. That's like going out to Nashville and doing yeah. just doing great things, doing some great things and really putting SDK on the map. And so I think that's just proud. So yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut though. Almost got us in trouble again. That is not getting us in trouble again. You're being weird. So, anyways, I'm not with him. <laughs> he just showed up on the show one day. And Guys, we're reaching a year, and I'm. It was still... supposed to be the backwards brother, and he just showed up one day. Wow, we didn't start that way a year ago. No, but no, it's see, awesome. See, it, this has been, like I said, we are almost to. We have almost been a year. Yeah. And it has absolutely been a blast. Yes. We have. We have gone from, if you watch our very, very first one, first of all, this beard is almost non-existent. Yes. So you guys have literally watched this beard grow over the year. You can actually almost see time-lapse. Yeah. And then... And then we, I had really short dreads. Oh, uh, yeah. I look at them now. I have to take a seat. I don't remember seeing them how short they were. Yeah, they were short. Um, and then on top of that, we had um, we had a green screen, and we turned it from our living room into, the, uh, into our studio. Yeah. And then we had to put everything back. My wife hated it and loved it. She hated it because the we'd move everything around in the living room for a night. It would take like half, six hours, something like that. She wouldn't have a living room. But she also loved it because the living room would get cleaned every day. There's one thing <laughs> every, about your every wife, time we did it. though, and, and I'm going to bring it back to the man thing. There's one thing about I, I see your wife doing, and she always supports you. Oh, yes. Um, As the man of the house, she supports I, you. I would not be where I am today. And the things that I'm doing, if I did not have the support of an amazing, loving wife. Yep. So. Yep. And I, I'm not even going to make a joke about that because it's true. Yep. And, uh, honey, I, I said it. So am I good for to go for the day or do I need to say She's like, in the show quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Hey, thanks for watching. It was a yes. really fun show today. Hopefully yep. we've been able to share some information with you about father, fatherless impacts in the family. Mm. And, um. By all means, uh, we would love to take questions and stuff like yes. that on here and talk about some more stuff. Um, One more thing about your Facebook. You've been trying to engage that a little bit more by questions and certain things. Uh, yeah, it? yeah. We're we're really trying to get more engagement on the Facebook page, guys. I really appreciate it if you could help us out. So if we're posting something, please, please, please give us a response, thumbs up, like, share it. Um, so uh, we, we are trying to build our audience and build that out. So we, we depend on you guys without you guys watching and everything else we have no point of being here. So it's all about you guys and it's all about we really you. appreciate it. We are always open for suggestions, feedbacks, yes. comments. Um, Just make it loving. Like, That's for example, they said for me not to wear my uh, my stupid hat in the other one. So Woo! guess what? I'm keeping the, I, I, the hat's buried until... He says buried, but it was a bonfire. Uh, actually, it's sitting on. It's, which is, it's buried because it's on my desk. It's somewhere. in the outhouse. It's actually, it's actually on my desk somewhere. Oh God! And so therefore, it's you'll never find it. He'll never find. I actually, it. had to clean my desk the other day. I took a school test. Oh, yeah, the one he studied for for an hour. Okay, yeah. anyways. Well, anyways, okay, guys. Well, hey, thanks again for joining us. We will see you guys next week at seven p.m. Yes. And uh, 
We, we were supposed to have a guest on, and uh, I haven't confirmed with him, but I'm going to keep that a secret for now. Mm-hmm. And um, so look for that during the week to announce who it's going to be. It's me. Well, besides him. <laughs> He's old news now. <laughs> According to you, this is my last show. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. If Tony disappears, it, I don't know. No, it's kidding. Um, so yeah, the shadow goes at tomorrow, uh, seven o'clock. We got Brandy. Brandy campfire discussions with Brandy. Yes. And so look for that tomorrow. Come join. She's gonna be talking about the motherly perspective. Uh, never Can said I it was a stu- you to also with Brandy. Never um, said it was a stupid hat. You just look like Fidel. Oh, that's funny. So if you're with Brandy and you you do art, sit down and do art with her. Yeah, um, she paints stuff. She, she paints stuff. Yeah, she paints stuff. And she's actually started a project last time. Yeah. And she's going to work the project through until it's completion. And I heard you encouraged her to do that. I don't talk her. That's all her idea. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't speak into her. She's a genius by herself. She doesn't need me putting into that crap. Ooh, good man. Yeah, so. Tried to set you up. It, it, you know, honestly, most of this is her idea. I mean, the, the design, everything, she, she helped put it all together. I just, you know, she gives me a script and I read from the script. You said yes, ma'am. Yes, and, and my wife is the most beautiful person in the world, and I love her very much. Did I, did I get that right? <laughs> I, I love you, honey. You're awesome. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, we will see you guys at the next round um, here next week. Thanks so much, so much and have a good one.